Welcome to another inspirational message by Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor at Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Beaumont, Texas. For more information about Church on the Rock and Ron Hammonds Ministries, visit cotr.com. Today we're going to be talking about where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Well, that'll be a question we'll answer just a little bit later. Uh, I guess many of you know today is Super Bowl day, right? Uh, Super Bowl 53 today. Are you guys ready for Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, you know I'm I'm you know I'm hoping the Mavericks do well. <laughs> Super Bowl, the Rams and the Patriots today. Well, now let me give you just a little bit of statistics. I know Pat, you like statistics probably, and so I'm going to tell you that this uh, this is a day that will go down in infamy today in the United States of America. 700 million chickens will give their life for the Super Bowl. 700 million chickens will be sacrificed today so that 1.3 billion wings can be served to watchers of the Super Bowl in just that little four hours. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Right at $59 million in avocados for guacamole today. Uh, 88 million pounds of cheese today will be melted and cubed and, you know, sprinkled. And uh, 325 and a half million gallons of beer will be drank today by Super Bowl watchers. Where's Tina with the young adults? Okay. <laughs> Only root beer. Okay. You keep it clean. <laughs> 10 million, hey, listen to this, Doug. 10 million pounds of ribs are going to be barbecued today. 10 million pounds. Whoa. That would take about three Dugs on a good Sunday. Isn't that amazing? Super Bowl's a pretty big deal, huh? $227 million to be spent on potato chips. Just from Domino's in a four-hour period, Domino's expects to make and deliver more than 2 million pizzas. Just Domino's. Super Bowl's big. Do you know today, watch out if you're watching Super Bowl, be careful, okay? Greg, I'm looking at you. You be careful, okay? Because today, the National Food and Health and whoever, they estimate that the watcher of the Super Bowl today will consume 6,000 calories on average while watching the Super Bowl. That's more than the individual eats on Thanksgiving or Christmas. Today, 6,000 calories. Okay, just thought I'd give you a head up, heads up, okay? Each one of the Super Bowl players, if they lose, they get $53,000 if they lose. Each player, whether they play or not, all they have to be is on the roster. 53000 If they win, they get 107000 just for playing this one game. And they don't even have to play. 
Now, 53000 is not a bad bonus, especially for some of these younger players who are at minimum wage. They make minimum wage. They make the NFL minimum wage for playing if they're young and just on the roster. And the NFL uh, salary, minimum wage salary, is only 420000 a year. So... <laughs> bless their heart <laughs> when did minimum wage go up I didn't know that huh I must be in the wrong game man does bluebell pay that no Alan four hundred and twenty thousand dollar minimum wage for NFL salaries well okay we're going to move on to the word okay <laughs> Today we're talking about where are you? Where are you? Okay, In Genesis chapter 3, we're going to be reading here about this original sin, about the, the first sin that the Bible tells us uh, as it happened in the Garden of Eden. Genesis chapter 3, reading from the New King James Version. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Verse 4, Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Verse 6. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave it to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened. And they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Verse 8. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Verse 9. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? You know, I know God knows everything, and I know that God could see through those trees. I know that God knew where Adam was physically. I know that God understood that he had to be in the garden, and he was right over there. But Adam, imagining that he was hiding himself from God, and that's what sin does. Sin separates. Sin caused first for, for Adam and Eve to be separated. They hid themselves from one another. They were open to one another, and they hid themselves with, with fig leaves. Then they hid themselves from God. And when God later asked them, they said, well, I hid because I was naked. No, you had fig leaves. You weren't naked on the outside, but you were naked on the inside. And that's what God was asking, where are you, Adam? Where are you? I mean, I know you're right there in the garden, but where are you? Now, I've not studied the Word of God for these past 40 years so that I could stand here this morning and help you identify all of the trouble that you are having in life with your job, with your relationship, with your family. I'm not here to help you identify the trouble in your finances. Rather, 
I believe that I have grown to the place in life to where I now have very little time to spend on the problem simply because of the consuming respect I hold for the answer. We're here today for answers. We're not here today to search the depth of the problems that you face or I face. We are not here today to try to identify what happened or what's wrong or where it's going on. We are here today to embrace the reality that something is needed in our lives and we're searching for the answer. That's why I'm here. That's why I go to God. That's why I go to church. That's why I go to the Word of God. You see, if you have trouble today, you know it. Come on now. We're not here trying to find your problem. We're here trying to find your answer. If you have a problem, you know it. Some of you may not want to face it, but you know it. You know it. You know something's not working, something's not going well. And listen, God has not left you without a witness. Acts, the 14th chapter, tells us that. And although God is kind, although He is merciful, although He is loving, although He is gracious, God nonetheless points out the solution to our problem when we come into His presence. He's kind. He's gracious. He welcomes us. He listens to our praise. He enjoys our worship. He loves to interact with us. But His goal is to touch us and leave us just a little bit more like Him. And so when we come into His presence, He is so gracious that He points out things that we need to do as only He can. And whether you're at the top of your game today or whether you're living life in the bottom of the barrel, the path which leads onward and upward for you, the path which leads to better finances, better family, better future, the path that leads to a better place for you is remarkably the same for every person and every problem. Come on. It's the truth. It is the truth. We must follow the rules that God has established or we must suffer the consequences. God's not harsh, but God is a God of rules. You see, even in a perfect world, there were rules. Even in the Garden of Eden, when there was no sin, where there was you know, uh, no, no, no selfishness, yet God established rules. There are rules that we need to live by, God's rules. And the answer to our problem is remarkably the same without regard as to what problem we may face. And that is to find out the rule and follow the rule of God, to follow the Word of God. Find out how God wants me to act in the place I am and act like God wants me to act. Think like God wants me to think. You know, believe what God wants me to believe. Do what God wants me to do. The answer is the same. The questions may change, but the answers never do. It's Jesus Christ. He is the way. He is the truth, and He is the life. Again, I'm not here to point out problems, but rather solutions. And believe me, there is a solution for every dilemma that we face. Everything we enjoy, everything we enjoy, family, finances, jobs, school, everything we enjoy, church, everything we enjoy has rules that govern it. That's just the way it is. Some rules are written and some rules are unwritten. 
break the rules of the game and you stand to be disqualified. You stand to lose if you break the rules. True peace and lasting success comes from respecting the rules that God has put in place. Now, there are some situations of life that cause pain, that cause hurt, that cause trauma. But yet there is a place we are to stand even when we are going through painful moments. There is a rule that God has for us even when we are in the midst of arguments, and we, when, even when we are in the midst of separating, even when we are in the midst of losing a job, even whenever we are going through financial hardship. There is yet a place to stand to please God without respect to what we may be going through. We cannot control what we are going through, but we can control how we are going going to go through it there are rules there are rules even when you're done wrong there are rules I was this morning going through the book of Proverbs and reminded one more time while I was going through my Proverbs of the day how important it is to not let myself get to a place where I do something to somebody else because they did it to me the Bible wants us to make sure that we're following the rules Without any condemnation, without criticism, without any closed-mindedness, this morning we looked at the Word of God and we surveyed those rules. It's important that we look at Adam and Eve as though they were a perfect role model in a perfect world until they disobeyed the rules. You see, God has designed rules to govern everything, everything. Take, for example, Bernie Madoff. Y'all remember Bernie Madoff? Bernie Madoff was a financial investor. He was thought to be a very savvy financial investor that was bringing his clients huge returns. There were rules in place, written rules, to govern how he was supposed to interact in a relationship with his clients. Well, Bernie didn't necessarily respect those rules. He broke those rules which were established to govern these relationships. Bernie Madoff was probably a pretty good guy, but he was also a thief, a cheat, a liar, and a scam artist. For a long time, he got away with breaking the rules. And he appeared very successful for decades. You can, you know. You know, you can get a few things you want by breaking the rules. You can have some short-term gains by breaking the rules. He, his wife, his two sons enjoyed everything that money could buy. Do you know that they had access to more than $50 billion that they could spend in any way they wanted? That was a fairy tale life. Fast forward to today. Well, today... Bernie is 80 years old. He sits alone in prison, serving a 150-year prison sentence. He had to forfeit $20 billion. Why? Because he was found guilty of breaking the rules. That's all he did wrong. He broke the rules. His scheduled release date is November the 4th, 2139. 2139. Not 2039, 2139. That's providing he gets time off for good behavior. I'm not picking on Bernie. Like I said, no doubt he's a nice guy and he was a good provider for his family. He just did not maintain a healthy respect for the rules. He got away with it for a lot of years. I don't want to pick on him at all. And, you know, his family and the investors that 
that trusted him, they have both gone through and suffered greatly, gone through so much. I pray that he finds peace. But the only way Bernie Madoff will find peace in that jail cell is to follow the rules. That's life. When we participate in any event, we fall subject to the rules which have been established to govern that event. Any event can only be right and made right if the participants follow the rules. I could have launched the subject this morning by talking about Lance Armstrong. You remember Lance Armstrong? You know, he beat cancer. He won the Tour de France seven times. Isn't that amazing? Before being stripped of all of his titles and all of his medals, and he was banned from competing for life. Wow. Why? Because he didn't follow the rules. There were rules that he ignored. Oh, he got away with it for a while. And he even got medals and he got accolades and he made speeches and he was, you know, everybody loved him. But all of a sudden they realized, ooh, he didn't follow the rules. We could be talking about Miss America 1983. You all remember her? She won Miss America, but later had to give up her title because she didn't follow the rules. She decided she would pose nude. Well, that ought to be up to her. Yes, it is. You can do anything you want to, but so can everybody else. And Miss America pageant, they don't agree with that. Yeah. Rules. Rules. Maintaining a healthy respect for the rules. It's what James says in chapter 4 and verse 17. Therefore, to him who knows to do good and does it not, to him it is sin. It is sin to know what to do and not do it. Now listen, if you're in trouble, you know it. And also, if you happen to have been the cause of your trouble or... You've had this same trouble over and over and over and over and over again. Okay. If this is your fifth marriage and you haven't changed anything, okay, I'm going to suggest you're the problem. Just a suggestion. If it's your fifth job in five months and you keep getting let go, I'm going to suggest that maybe you have a problem. Oh, come on now. You know if you have a problem. You know if you have trouble. You know if something's wrong. But the reality is that it's quite possible that you know what to do and you're just not doing it. It's quite possible that you've even said to yourself, if I don't get up and go to work this morning, I could get fired. It's quite possible that you could say to yourself, if I keep taking money from my employer, I'm going to get found out. It's quite possible that you've been saying to yourself, if I keep staying out till 3 o'clock in the morning and coming home drunk, my wife's going to leave me. Oh, come on, this is good stuff. 
it's quite possible you could say to yourself that, that you know, if I don't start studying, I'm going to fail this class. But, you know, just knowing you have a problem and knowing that you're not following the rules is not enough. You actually have to follow the rules. That's the way life works. This morning, I'm hoping to connect each one of us to something we can talk to God about this morning. Now, I am aware that a majority of you are doing okay. You're actually doing well. You know, you're happy in your relationships. Your finances are okay. You know, you're, you're on a good growth track. You know, you're, you're, you're happy, you're healthy, and you're wholesome. I am aware that many of you are doing well. And I'm also aware that some of you are not doing okay. You need something. I also know that a few of you, you would be doing okay if it wasn't for somebody else. <laughs> somebody else can actually be the problem. That is the truth. Okay? I also know that a few of you are in situations of life to where your biggest problem is the weight and the guilt that you're carrying from yesterday. That you're actually, actually doing okay, but you're having trouble getting over something you did. And lastly, there are a few people that are just lost. Just lost. And the thing that you're needing is to give your heart and your life to Jesus and have a dynamic change in your life to be born again. So this morning, there are five prayers, one of which I'm going to ask you to pray in just a moment with me. Five potential prayers this morning so that I can connect you to God because you know if you have a problem or not. You know this morning the importance of following the rules. Number one, where are you? Where are you today? Are you doing okay? Are you at the place where things are going well? Then number one, you need to offer to God this morning a prayer of thanksgiving. This morning, we all need to talk to God. It is the Lord's day. We need to communicate with Him. Our first service, Sunday Circles, was about prayer, about prayer talk and how important it is to talk to God. We need to talk to God today. And one of the things that you need to do is you need to thank God for the job that you have. If things are going good at your job, you need to acknowledge that Almighty God is the provider of these blessings. If things are going good with your family, with your nation, with your church, you need to thank God. You're at the place today where, 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 where you're doing things right and things are working for you. Let's not forget today to offer our thanks to God 
Thank you that my family's doing well. Thank you that I'm healthy. Thank you that my job is going well. Thank you that I have money. Thank you, God. I acknowledge that you are the blesser of my soul, that you lift me up, that I have joy in my heart. I have peace in my home. I'm not arguing anymore. I'm not fighting. I'm not frustrated. I'm not afraid. Thank you, God. Thanksgiving goes a long way with God. Today, you may be doing well. If so, in a moment, I'm going to ask you to offer God a prayer of thanksgiving. Number two, a second potential for you this morning is a prayer of petition. In just a moment, I'm going to ask when we pray for you to decide which prayer you want to pray. This prayer of petition, do you need to let God know this morning that you have heard His word? And that you need to follow the rules and you just need some help. God, help me to follow the rules. Help me, God. I'm petitioning you. Help me, God, to follow the rules when it comes to relationships. Help me, God. Give me the strength. Remind me, Lord. Stir on the inside of me. Give me your word. Give me the power to be a witness. Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit so that I can be what you need me to be. So I can follow the rules. Maybe you're having a difficult time following rules in your finances. Maybe you're having a difficult time following rules when it comes to people that you don't like. Ask God for help. God can help you. It's a prayer petition. God, help me. God, help me. I love you. Lord, help me. A third prayer this morning. There's a potential that some of you need to pray a prayer of intercession. What does that mean? This is a prayer prayed in earnest for other people. <laughs> Hello? This is not a prayer that's prayed in vengeance. It's not a prayer that's prayed in condemnation, in criticism or rejection. It's prayed in earnest appeal to God. God, would you change somebody else? God, help me, Lord. God, by changing them, Lord, I'm interceding for them, Almighty God. Lord, would you, Almighty God, move in their lives, in my children? Would you move in the lives of my, of, 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 of my spouse? Would you move in, in my job with my boss, with my employees? Would you move, God, would you help them, Lord, to follow the rules? Because when they don't follow the rules, it hurts me. Prayer for other people is powerful. As long as it's earnest and sincere, not condemning, not judgmental, not critical, but simply saying, God, you know, I don't know how much longer I can take this. If they don't stop this, Lord, well, they don't quit, Lord. They're going to have to suffer consequences, but it's going to affect me too. Lord, God, help them, Lord. Okay? A fourth potential prayer this morning is the prayer of repentance. You know, you may be doing okay. The job may be okay. You know, the family may be okay. But yet you may be carrying around a weight and a load of guilt because of sin of your past, because of things that, 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 that come to you in your mind. or, or, or you, you, you may be dabbling in sin or are conscious of considerations that, that you just don't want in your life that make you feel like you're not worthy at times and, and the devil wants to push you down. And, and yet everything is going okay. Your job's okay. Your family's okay. You know, your, your, your kid's okay. You know, you're, but I just feel guilty. Prayer of repentance. Nothing takes care of the past like repentance. Repentance 
offering to God a sincere, I am sorry, God. You owe God an apology if you have sinned. If you have sinned in your past, you owe Him an apology. The passing of time won't change the fact that you sinned. And let me tell you something. Let me throw this in here. If somebody did you wrong, I'm sorry. But if you hate them for it, you need to repent. Because it's hard for God to get through with the healing help that you need whenever you live in unforgiveness, whenever you live in bitterness and anger and hurt. I have seen, you know, spouses, one of them do something that just tears up the family. And that spouse get right and the other person live in unforgiveness. But they're the ones that caused it. Well, yes, they, they, they caused that, but this is a new problem. You know, repentance. God, I'm sorry. We owe God an apology. Today, you may need to pray and ask God to help you to begin a new day. So that you can follow his rules concerning forgiveness. The last prayer this morning that is a potential for you is a prayer of salvation. You know, let me as graciously as possible say this, and I'm earnest in this. If you don't feel bad about being bad, if you don't feel bad about sin, and you know what sin is, if you don't feel a weight of personal responsibility for the sin that you are committing or have committed, if you don't, if you don't even want to obey God, if you're not at the place where, you know, if you're at the place where, hey, I can take him or leave him, I can live like this forever, I'm okay. I'm okay without God. I'm okay without church. I'm okay without prayer. I'm okay without, you know, hey, yeah, that's for somebody else. Okay? If you're at that place where you don't feel bad about being bad, then I would be concerned were that me. I'd be concerned for my salvation. If I didn't want to follow the rules, if I didn't want to make Jesus my Lord, if I didn't want to please Him, I would be concerned about my salvation. Today, if pleasing God is just not on your top three priorities of life, hopefully number one, but at least in the top three, if living a life pleasing to Him does not affect your decisions, then I'm going to ask you to pray this morning a simple prayer of salvation. Asking Jesus to come into your heart and Savior. You get a new nature when you get born again. It's different from the old nature. If something has not changed in your life, then you may need to be born again. You get a new perspective. You get a new day. Here are our options today. 
understanding that we know if we have troubles. And this morning, if things are going okay, then pray a prayer of thanksgiving to God. If you need some help obeying the rules, petition God and ask Him for that help. Pray a prayer of petition. Pray a prayer of intercession if somebody else is standing between you and the joy that God wants you to walk in in this life. Prayer of repentance or a prayer of salvation. You know what you're going to pray? Okay. Let's reverence God for just a moment as we bow our heads and call upon Him. Oh, Lord God, pray with me. You, you pray your prayer. You can pray it out loud or you can pray it you know, in your mind. But just focus on God. Let's pray. Prayer is talking to God. Oh, God, Lord, some today are praying a prayer of thanksgiving, Lord. They are thankful, God, for all the things you have done in their life. Go ahead and pray right now. And, and if, if that's you, just pray that prayer of thanksgiving. Lord, others are petitioning you, God. They need help, Lord, to follow the rules, Lord. They need reminding, Lord. God, they need your Holy Spirit, Lord, to empower them. God, we pray, God, that you would hear their prayer and answer their prayer, God. Lord, today, Father, Lord, some are needing, Lord, for you to move in someone else's life. Lord, a prayer of intercession for others, God. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would move on behalf of those that are interceding right now in an earnest plea, Lord. Oh, God, help those, Lord, that need help, God, that will quit causing trouble, Lord, and strife and, and anger, Lord, and God, quit causing problems, Lord, in families, in jobs, workplaces, Lord, in schools, Lord, relationships. God, some, Lord, are praying today, Lord, a prayer of repentance, God. Lord, they just need to be forgiven, Lord, of their past. They, they need to forgive themselves, Lord. They need to give you an apology. I'm sorry, God. Lord, I know I didn't do, Lord, what you wanted me to do. I know I didn't follow the rules, Lord. I am sorry, God. Lord, help me to not do that again. Forgive me, God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, for some, God, Lord, a simple prayer of salvation. Lord, God, they, number one, recognize, Lord, that they need help, God. They need you. They want to, Lord. They, they, they just want to right now, Lord. Just ask Jesus to come into their heart and their life, to forgive them of their sins and be their Lord and Savior. Do that right now. If that's you with a prayer of salvation, just say, Jesus, I love you. I believe in you. Come into my heart. Come into my life. I need you. Help me. Guide me. Lead me. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Here I am. I am yours. I give my life to you right now in the name of Jesus. Amen.